0: Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz.
1: I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we discuss movies, music, and share our adventures and stories with you, our loyal listeners.
0: You can keep up with us over at Instagram as well, at
1: PressPlayAR. That's AR on Instagram.
0: And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get instant notification when a new episode is available.
1: Tons of stuff we want to discuss in this episode. We got Army of the Dead, we got Cruella, we got Spiral, and we got Pride Month! Yes!
0: So this is our first episode for Pride Month. Yay! Woohoo! And we want to dedicate this episode in, you know, shedding some light on our history and although our podcast is about 40, to an, 40 minutes to an hour, uh, there's still a lot more history that we do not know about. And we'll talk about that more a little later. So Pride Month occurs in the United States to commemorate the Stonewall Riots, which occurred in June of 1969. As a result, many Pride events has held during the month to recognize the impact the LGBTQ community and its people have had in the world now before i go on uh talking about stonewall i do want to mention as well uh other riots that has happened in the past like the cooper donut riot in la and the compton cafeteria in san francisco now the reason why we don't know about this or a lot of people don't know about this because honestly when i was researching this i didn't know about and there's a lot of other stuff that we're going to be talking about in the first half of our episode that I didn't know um and the reason why is because back then in the 50s and 60s no one would cover lgbt media whether whether it's good or bad um, you know oh it- well, they
1: would cover it if it was bad if there were raids on those clubs they would they would gladly post the pictures of of the those those poor men and on the cover of the, the newspapers. That's what led to the to all these riots. That people finally had enough, and that was what Stonewall was about. Exactly. People finally had enough. Uh but before Stonewall in 1969, there was a small uprising of LGBTQ rallies. Uh one being the Annual Reminder, which was a series of early pickets organized by LGBTQ organizations, held yearly from nineteen sixty-five through nineteen sixty-nine. The reminder took place each July 4th at Independence Hall in Philadelphia and were among the earliest LGBTQ demonstrations in the United States. The events were designed to inform and shine light that LGBTQ people deserve basic human rights as well.
0: I didn't know that. I
1: but didn't that, know that, that yeah, was going on. Me. I you mean, know? it's not like, not a surprise, but it's news. I, I'm sure because it's not like, you know gay people like suddenly popped up after Stonewall, you know, they've been there all along. We've seen the pictures from like the 1800s, you know what I mean? Uh, or we've been there all along.
0: And in the museums as well that we've gone when they exhibit our history. And it's these people that we are now on their shoulders because of what they did and the impact they've done to society back then. Um, so we owe it a lot to these people. So in the 1940s, 50s and 60s, there wasn't really that much spotlight on gay people, unless you see it on TV as your very stereotypical feminine homosexual. Um, so we didn't have clubs back then. And if it was, it was like underground of the underground of an underground club. And,
1: and they'd be scared to death of getting raided.
0: So it was all of your neighbors, your uncles, your friends who would escape to these places because there were nowhere to go to express ourselves. So and when that happened, they would move somewhere else and they would move somewhere else. And you have places like Stonewall where it was just a club. Where LGBTQ people can come and just be themselves, enjoy themselves, network, collaborate, mm-hmm. and just fully express their own individuality, you know? So these cops come and wanted to raid it because gay people are hanging out after, you know, we move away from your cities, we move away from your town, and it's like, you know what, you don't want us around? Fine, we'll we'll form our own family, we'll form our own circles... And here we are in Stonewall or any other club out there or any other place. Um, And it came to the point where the patrons of Stonewall just had enough and they fought back. And it was this movement that even the cops themselves in New York were caught back. The patrons of Stonewall did not hold back. You hear the famous line, you know, the, the brick in the window. Mm-hmm. And it was us who threw the first brick. And we say it with pride. And it, it came to like a culmination of like, we're not going to succumb to your happiness to endanger ours or to suppress ours. There were moments where in Stonewall, police officers were even... Held in inside the, the club or the, the bar.
1: Mm-hmm. When did the actual Stonewall riot, riot take place? In June 28,
0: 1969. And within that community, you have icons such as Marsha P. Clark, Sylvia Rivera, Miss Major Green Griffin... Or, I'm sorry, Miss Major Griffin Green, excuse me.
1: <laughs> I don't wanna... We're going to get letters. No,
0: um, who were also part of that movement. So when that happened, the country saw what was going on. Other LGBTQ communities around the country wanted to rally as well and pay homage and and respect for what has happened in this movement.
1: And that's amazing. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's amazing that that happened back then, you know, because there was no internet, you know? Exactly. So, like, this is just, like, maybe a small report on a late night, you know, news report or in, at the back of a newspaper that this this riot happened.
0: Funny that you mentioned that while I was doing the research, it, it, it talked about that, that no newspaper mm-hmm. mentioned the riots. It and- was or any type of major network it was like
1: the town's newspaper Mm -hmm. and the word of mouth got out and it's like wow these you know these people in new york finally fought back you know what we can fight back too so it started this this movement you know and like like you like i think one of us said before we owe our rights to these people today
0: exactly these people would be carried in wagons and just whisk away and put their pictures out in, in in the media to be embarrassed and to be ridiculed by society. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, think about it, guys. Imagine this, like these people, the cops went to this location that has nothing to do with their life, has nothing to do with whatever they're doing in their own personal atmosphere. They went somewhere else to just destroy someone's safe place. And... Yeah, they had enough, and they fought back, and they clawed their way out, Mm -hmm. and it was just, you
1: know. Yeah, it's amazing. So, to commemorate Stonewall, that's where Pride came in, uh, beginning in the following year, 1970, June 27th, 1970, uh, the Chicago Gay Liberation organized a march. The date was chosen because of Stonewall events. Began on the last Saturday of June and because organizers wanted to reach the maximum number of Michigan Avenue shoppers makes Ooh. a ton of sense. They wanted they wanted to make a scene and good <laughs> for them. And you know, these are this is all official. You know, they actually got the uh you know, the um permits, permits and shit like that from the city. So it's not and like
0: sorry to cut you off. Like this is other like stories that we just don't have time to. Like oh, yeah. there's really good iconic names that needs to be mentioned. And oh. I'm sure we'll we'll go ahead and and dedicate more more airtime for these people.
1: So yeah, subsequent subsequent Chicago parades have been held on the last Sunday of June, coinciding with the date of many similar parades elsewhere. The West Coast of the United States saw a march in San Francisco on June twenty seventh of the same year, nineteen seventy, and Gay in on June twenty eighth, nineteen seventy. On Sunday, June twenty eighth, Uh, 1970 around noon in New York gay activist groups held their own pride parade known as as the Christopher Street Liberation Day to recall the events of Stonewall one year earlier since then other cities across the US have come together in order to celebrate our own individuality that includes our rights freedoms and place in in this world and there is a lot to be done. One thing before I move on uh, that I want to discuss. A lot of people, uh, you know, in the stray community, and definitely not all a few people, will say, why do you need pride? You know what I mean? Why do you still need to march? You have all your rights. You know what I mean? You're, you, there's nothing against you. You know what I mean? Uh, and I point to this very day where the governor of Florida you know signed the first anti-LGBTQ law in like over 25 years which was uh, preventing trans trans women specifically from uh competing competing in high school sports in
0: high school sports yep
1: um and making sure that that women specifically women have to present a birth certificate nothing about men nothing about trans men you know what i mean which is, A, you know, fucking anti-LGBTQ. you know LGBTQ. It's fucking anti-women. And I was an athlete, you know what I mean? And, you know, athletic women have, like, manly builds. You know what I mean? So So what's going to happen? Someone's going to challenge someone's birth certificate now, and, like, it's going to lead to having pelvic exams eventually. You know what I mean? This isn't good. I can tell where this is going. It's um, sad.
0: And he made such an ignorant comment saying that boys should be playing boy sports and girls should be playing girls' sports. Yeah. And I don't I really don't understand that <laughs> and I can't wrap my head around it. You know, and and, and just to And this
1: is why we march. This is exactly. why we march. Exactly.
0: It's not like yes, I'm gay, look at all the colors. I mean five percent about it. it. It 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 is, but the other ninety five percent is we broke out of of being submissive to society. And we broke out of that, that stone wall uh, grasp that they, that they were experienced then. So it was like, fine, you want us to be here or you want us to be known? Fine, we'll be fucking known. This is why we fucking march, you we'll know, because march. we are so proud of ourselves and we are so comfortable with who we are that we're very sorry that you can't sleep at night, to be honest and like you said when you ended there is still so much work to be done case in point today uh, Vietnam just had their first gay pride in 2012 wow Barbados had theirs in 2018 and Greenland had theirs in 2010 all that is within a 10 year radius and that is like inconceivable when you have like all these people preaching about positivity and unity and family and all these values. But then there's like asterisk terms and com- conditions may apply.
1: Exactly. And that's
0: not cool. And that's not fair. And that's not right. And we hope that whoever's listening to this will understand our society a little bit more. Right.
1: All right.
0: And if you have any questions or any opinion on the matter and we don't know the answer we had a conversation with my sister and her husband sean when they came here about the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and it got to the point where they were like hey we're gonna get into some sensitive topic that we feel like it might be rude out in public that we're afraid that we might get you know criticize and LGBT friends and family we have to be open-minded and welcoming about that too of course and everything has to be with the utmost respect but in order for us to want them to understand we have to let them in you know and again we might not know all the answers but we'll make sure that we either correct ourselves or we go ahead and find it and let you guys know in the next episode.
1: Right. And uh, to put, like, a period on on the whole, you know, this whole uprising against uh, the transgender community, either in sports or using a restroom, you know what I mean? This, this is, like, this is something that came about, like, since we got... Uh, marriage, you know what I mean? Yes. They lost that fight, so now they're going after transgender people because transgender people have been using the bathrooms for you know decades for for yep. forever. Yep. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, now it's a big deal. And you ask anyone to find one case where a trans uh, or excuse me, a man dressed up as a as a woman to you know try to lure girls or whatever. They can't find a single one.
0: Not one, but hey, I can like get like about seven Republicans who have been caught
1: in women's bathrooms. Well, let's be honest, not just Republicans. Well, yeah, any you know politicians, but any I'm sorry, any politicians. The anti the anti gay Republicans are the obviously the ones that or any anyone who's anti gay who turns out turns around and you know. Uh, is in a bathroom soliciting sex from other men. Mm-hmm. You know they deserve to be called out. Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 to our transgender women and men out there, we love you. We see you. We support you. And you are not alone when it comes to us here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. We're
1: we're we're entering an interesting time in Florida here. I don't like where we're going. Uh, and there. I, I, I'm going to say be careful what you wish for because I did see a report where a transgender man uh, that wanted to, you know, wrestle with the other men wasn't allowed to. So he ended up on the women's team, you know, and beating every fucking girl. And, well, well, look at the birth certificate. If that's the way they want to go, it's going to be a double-edged sword. So eventually it will be just straight up a ban on transgender people uh, competing at all. I find it disgusting. Uh,
0: Throughout the month of June, we'll try to also add some tidbit of LGBT history here and there, including the iconic Harvey Milk. We cannot forget about him. He has a famous quote that says, hope will never be silent. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back with a return to
1: the cinema. What? So welcome back, dear listeners. This is the next half of our uh, our amazing podcast. We are back <laughs> at the cinemas. Uh, did yes. we see Army of the Dead before Spiral or Spiral before Army of no, the Dead? No, we
0: saw Army of the Dead first here on Netflix. On Netflix, And right. then we went to go see Spiral. I want to see the following week. Okay. It was the following week. We went opening weekend.
1: So, Army of the Dead, Army of the Dead, Army of the Dead. Uh, okay. Um, very entertaining movie. Uh, I cannot ignore the glaring plot holes, such as... Do you, do you want me to get into this? Go okay. for it. So, these people are contracted by this man who owns a hotel in Vegas. And Vegas is, you know, the ground zero of the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So, he basically tells them... Uh, well, the insurance company already reimbursed me, so you know if you get go into the hotel into my safe, there's like a hundred million dollars or something, uh, ca- uh tax free, and I'll give you ten percent of it or something. And it's like, okay, mind you, he got that money due to
0: his insurance.
1: He already got it due to his insurance. Supposedly, that's that's what it was about. And I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But here's the glaring pot plot hole. He's like. Yeah, you got to get into my building, get past the booby traps before the before the safe, and then have a safe cracker open the safe. If it's his fucking building, wouldn't he know how to disarm the booby traps and the fucking code for the goddamn safe?
0: Yeah, they completely missed that wholeheartedly.
1: Okay. Uh, so turn your your mind off for that part, but it was enter- <laughs> it was generally entertaining.
0: It was. I was the only thing I'm really disappointed in in the fa- is the is the Mexican chola that died, who was a bad ass killing all those zombies. Yeah, I felt like she was such a waste, yeah. and I felt like she could have been a surprise like that and be one of those House on Haunted Hill people that survives. Like I'm sorry. Let me digress. I want to give Next kudos movie. to It's okay. I want to give kudos to House on Haunted Hill because for me it was the first movie that I saw where the predictability of the survivors were not what I expected. Of white woman and a black man, spoiler alert. Like you don't see that in typical scary movies or action movies. It's it and I felt like wow, that was amazing.
1: So, well, this one I I don't think I could have predicted. If not like the who was going to survive, like the or, at least the order. Like there were a few deaths that did did surprise me, or at least that one, you know, in the bank vault.
0: It was a one cast too many to make it obvious that they were just there to die. Even a character in the movie said, "Hey, all these people, half of these people are going to die." Yeah. Um, it's a Good movie, entertaining. Is it a great zombie movie?
1: I liked it. No, I mean Zack Snyder. You know, took a concept that has never been done in at least as far as I know has never been done in in um, zombie movies. These were evolved zombies. You know, they had their own language. They-, they did.
0: In in one of the Dawn of the Dead's, one of the recent one, they even swam and they were learning how to use rifles. There was like the main zombie was like a. Black man who was like a mechanic And that was like the the main character Never,
1: oh. never saw it I'm gonna
0: find it for you Okay,
1: can't wait <laughs> um, Okay, well, it, it was interesting There might have been a zombie baby uh, They played Zombie by the Cranberries Which made me happy But yes. it, it was uh, the acoustic version From their recent they Or not recent, it was 2017 Where they redid a bunch of their songs Acoustically which was a, a pleasant surprise for me mm-hmm. It was, you know, because it's very haunting It's a very haunting song, especially the acoustic version uh, And there was, there might have been They might have introduced time travel in it or something I don't, Zack Snyder is like Yeah, wasn't that a funny thing to throw in there? I have no like, idea what you're
0: talking about
1: The, the people in the, in the vault that were dressed like them They were, they were already dead Oh yeah I was like what the fuck So like they were reliving It over and over again They kind of introduced that and Zack Snyder is like yeah that was them That was them wasn't that funny (laughs) It's like Zack
0: Snyder It's like (laughs) he was trying to be meta Without being meta that turned to be meta I don't know See it just to pass the time I would give it from a 1 to 5 A 2.5
1: I'd give it a 2 I do hope there's a sequel though I liked it. Uh, like I'll watch the sequel. I like I liked where where it ended and where it, it could go. You know, I think it had a, a cool ending.
0: And after over a year, we're finally back at the movie theater. I
1: didn't realize how much I missed going to the freaking movies. My God, it's 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 just it's such like a fun day out. You know, we went to Chili's before or after? Before, right? Before before we were the for... first one there. We were the first people in the Chili's. <laughs> well, no, there was an old man already at, at, at the bar. Yes. <laughs> there. That's where he probably still is today. Um, it was so exciting, and it was weird going in there. The movie theater was a little empty because social distancing still. Um, you know, we're supposed to leave our masks on unless we're eating. We weren't eating. I took my fucking mask off. I, kept I took my, the chance.
0: I kept mine on because I wear it at work, so yeah. it's Come to me as like a bracelet or something, so it really Aww. didn't b- bother me as much. Uh, like we a saw
1: security blanket
0: pretty much. Oh, it's uh, cute. We saw Spiral, and to be honest, I was more excited that I was at the theater at the end than I saw Spiral. Yeah, uh, Spiral stars Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson, and it's like a spin off or like a with a story within the Saw universe, I yeah. guess you want to put it that way, um, of in the Saw universe.
1: And I was I was very excited about this. I've I've seen all of the Saw movies except for the first one in the theater, uh, and maybe the last one, like whatever the reboot was a couple years ago. I think I saw that on video. Um, and I was excited to see like what they were gonna do new with the universe because it wasn't your. The cast that you would expect in a Saw movie. You know what I mean? Chris Rock. Um, And honestly, it was just another Saw movie.
0: We were excited to see Chris Rock's performance in Spiral. We really were looking forward to it because I personally like seeing actors do things outside the box. Branch out. And branch out from independent movies to big blockbusters. Even to supporting roles like... Nicole Kidman in prom. Yeah. Like that. She was amazing. Yep. Uh, And I really think Chris Rock should stick to comedy. He should stick to comedy.
1: Like Uh, it was, it was painful to watch. You can
0: watch him work his brain to tell himself that this is a time that I need to be serious. And he squints his eyebrows. Yeah. And his, his eyes squint as well. And it's like painfully obvious I don't think Samuel Jackson should have been like the second in the what's what do you call at the beginning?
1: Well, I you know they he was
0: really not there.
1: The the second credited, you mean? Yes, yeah, second credited. Um, they they do that on purpose in movies like this in order to you know kind of pull, not pull yes pull but also to 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 make you start guessing who. Who the culprit is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he was basically supposed to be the ultimate red herring. Maybe the ultimate red herring. He could he could be the killer, for all I know. Or for all you listeners know. I just fucked it up, didn't I? Who knows? Spoilers, who knows? Mm-hmm. But it was... Uh, I kind of fucking figured out the ending, you know what I mean? Because I'd seen eight other Saw movies. It
0: was like, what, you were halfway there? We were halfway there, and you're like, I know it. Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, and honestly, when I saw the trailer, I thought it was gonna. And turn those out. types
0: of twists have gotten kind of
1: cliche, obvious, and especially in the Saw universe, you expect a twist like that. And I was expecting, I was just expecting something else because it was supposed to be like the beginning of a new, a new Saw universe. And I thought they were going to go in a completely different direction, and they.
0: Was it more gruesome or less? Because I was expecting more gruesome, and the total saw games—I guess you want to put it—it it was like three throughout the movie, three, three, three or four that you visualized. No, there was a fourth one, but that one—they
1: well—they showed a little bit of it. Yeah. So,
0: was it more or less?
1: It was. Uh, I've seen gorier. Uh, Saw movies uh, depends on. I I want to say the third one where they 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 show an actual autopsy was very gory.
0: Oh, yummy.
1: Um, yeah, it was it was on par. I would say like like if you like the Saw films, you'll enjoy it. But it's nothing special.
0: And me for those of you who don't watch horror movies, this one could be easily missed yeah completely but
1: we went to the movies again
0: i'm so excited yes and before we get into that i just want to throw some numbers out there because now that movies are slowly opening mm-hmm. we got some box office numbers
1: what yes what is this thing you talk of Normality? box office numbers what is this
0: yes uh a quiet place part two opened up on memorial day weekend to a pandemic best with a total box office of $48.4 million.
1: Wow. And that's like pre-pandemic. That's that's not a hit. That's a you bomb. Know? That's a that's major a bomb. bomb.
0: And they're expected to reach 58.5 by the end of
1: this week. I want to see that movie. I heard it's really good. So maybe in the next podcast, we will we will talk about uh, A Quiet Place Part 2.
0: Well, the good thing that you mentioned that because Quiet Place Part 2 comes out in Paramount 45 days from now. And the window from right movie now. theater to DVD it's shrinking. is shrinking immensely. And it seems in the foreseeable future that it's going to stay like that.
1: Yeah. And you know what? The And it's not DVD. Uh, it's video on demand.
0: Video on demand as well. Uh,
1: they, I think the video on demand people have wanted this for a very long time. So I think the pandemic was just an excuse. To
0: push it over. Yeah. Because pre-pandemic you see it like... Watch it a week before Redbox, or a week before it hits DVD on video on demand. Yeah, and yeah. now that you have these individual streaming services from the company that made the movies, yeah. hey, skip the middleman, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Army of the Dead was out like a week before Netflix put it up, put it like out in the theaters. Before, and I'm glad we did; we didn't see that in the theater. Second well. place
0: was Cruella Deville. Oh, uh, with. $12 million through the exclusive streaming access. Right. And like 20-something in actual bad. movie theater. It's not bad. And we went with our girlfriends, Brenda, Charlene, and Adele, and Adele's mom, and Bruce.
1: Yeah. It was... Uh, oh, my gosh. So, okay. Uh, so, we went to the movies again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, within a week. Like, twice within a week. We went to see Cruella. Um, I was looking forward to this movie for a long time. I, did it get pushed back because of the pandemic? One, it did. One of them. Many... It was supposed
0: to come out in December of last year.
1: Damn. Uh, what did you think? Think of Cruella? Was it what you were expecting?
0: Uh, it was fun. I really think that it lasted a little too long. It was a bit too drawn out, too drawn out. Good, good reference or good choice of word. I think, to be honest, I did not like Emma Stone in La La Land, but I do love her as Cruella. I feel like as a young Cruella, young Cruella, okay, she's good. There's a scene where she's driving in a car and she has her shoulders shrugged up. And yeah. it reminded me of Cruella uh-huh. in the cartoon when yeah, yeah. she's driving frantically like a maniac. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knows where. um. Your basic origin story, a la Maleficent type thing. Very,
1: very much like Maleficent, where you know we discover the true story of Cruella Deville, and she maybe wasn't all that bad. Yeah. Um, and there are a few surprises along, uh, surprises along the way. Um, her, you know, like from the very beginning, it shows her as a, a a kid to oh my gosh. Ah, there's like things that you want to pull your hair out that happens to to the that they put this poor character through, and this isn't you know a kids movie, you know, because there's a lot of, a lot that would upset the kids. There are things that upset me. Uh
0: big 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 thing we got to talk about fashion, man. It
1: was yeah
0: the costume in this movie from Little Corella to Emma Stone to even I did not know that was Emma Thompson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How would you not know? Until
0: after, when, because I had this thing that after the movie, I like to read like fun facts and stuff. And people yeah. who were supposed to be cast and who were not supposed to be cast. Demi Moore was supposed to be the Baronesses. Wow. Or not supposed to. She uh, was up for the part. Up for the part. And a bunch of other uh, female known actresses who were... Who are also up for the part, but I had no idea. Like, I think what was the issue? Not the issue. What threw me off was the black hair.
1: Yeah, because
0: Emma Thompson is a blonde.
1: Or yeah. she
0: she shows herself as a blonde, and that you know, wow.
1: The- she um, she was fantastic. Uh, she, her her general role was like a, a, another villainess type role. She was like fantastically campy, like. The like very much the clothes that she wore, the way that she walked into a room, her crazy hair, you know the
0: relationship between the baroness and Corella was very much like the devil wear's product
1: that too because yeah. it did
0: revolve around her becoming a fashion designer, Corella Deville.
1: I could have seen Meryl Streep in that role, but and I think they probably didn't consider her for that for that very reason
0: uh, yeah, I wouldn't want it I, I would have yeah. been fine if it was part of the 101 Dalmatian. Movie that was made with Glenn Close. Oh, Meryl Streep. Wow. Hmm. I was confused. Never mind. But on that note. Glenn Close was up for the role? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the fashion was great. Two two of my favorite ones. I'm just going to say, you know, because I don't want to spoil. Dumpster and Royalty keep an eye on for those who haven't watched it. And for those who have, you know what I'm talking about? It was just so well tailored. It was so good. It was, it was really tasteful and it wasn't super campy either. The the costume. Uh, What about you? What did you think about it? The origin?
1: I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed a lot of the actors. There was a, uh, a non-binary gay character, which was cool to see in a Disney movie. Um, who is Disney's fifth first whoa. out gay. <laughs> out fifth gay first?
0: Car- yeah, because it was like uh, LeFou was out. Oh, and yeah, onward, yeah. there was a lesbian. So yeah. when the so when the news came out that it was a gay character, there was a lot of tabloids out there. Like, Disney's first yeah. LGBT character. They so it's the that. fifth first.
1: Yeah, Um. but it isn't like, you know, it's not ex- explicit. Like, it isn't a background thing where, like, in La he's like just dancing with a guy at, at the end. It's just like this is probably just a gay gay guy, you know? Yeah. Um, which is cool. Which was very cool. Um, one thing that I, uh, that I'm thinking of right now was, I don't think they used like there were several dogs in the movie. I don't think they used any real dogs. They all seem very computer generated.
0: I could tell a difference. Yeah. Like when they're holding the dogs, especially Wink, the small ones.
1: Yeah,
0: I, those are real. But I feel like when they're out, you know, yeah. doing their bit, I feel like that's computer animated.
1: It was yeah. I don't think they did a good job with the computer animation for the dogs. Mm, um,
0: I, yeah, if you can tell, like the. Uh, but the
1: fashion, the fashion was awesome. Uh, I the red dress was gorgeous. Mm, uh, yes. Other than that. Um, It was a fun time. It was just so nice to be back at the movies. I agree that it dragged on a bit long. Like, they probably could have cut off about 45 minutes and I would have, you know, said it was an excellent movie instead of just, like, a really good movie, you know? And it was
0: so good to be back to the movies with our friends. It felt, I hate the word, but it felt normal. And it felt like, for that moment, like... You know it was just chill and i really miss going back to the movies and experiencing it with you and our friends
1: well we are we're back and what's the next thing we're seeing in the movies is it gonna be a quiet place are we gonna well i guess well, in the quiet place is comes, going to yeah hbo max
0: and that's going to hbo max too
1: quiet place is going to H- oh to paramount to paramount are we gonna wait 45 days and not see it in the movies if you really
0: want to see it babe well, we can go but, I've
1: heard I've heard really good things about it, and I think I want to see it in the in the theater.
0: Okay, put All it right. on
1: the list. It's uh, it's, it's on the list. I just put
0: it on the list. Um, okay, my love. Any final thoughts?
1: Uh, just to reiterate what we talked about about uh, the governor of Florida, who is you know going after the anti-LGBTQ vote, you know, by signing, like I said, the first. Anti-gay legislation on the first day of Pride Month. You know, th- it, it, this wasn't a, a fucking mistake. Your self worth, whoever is listening to this, is not, um, is, is is isn't given to you by a law. You know, you you're Does that make sense? One hundred percent. Um, you know, for how how long did they did we have to fight did the gay community have to fight for rights like you know gay marriage is literally not even 10 years old what 5 6 years ago mm-hmm. 2014 maybe mm-hmm. um it's it's brand new um and i'm going to be honest it it did make me feel like less of a person so the transgender community out there if we have any transgender listeners um you're um, you're loved and this law doesn't define you
0: not one bit yes I do I want to reach out to parents who have kids that in the future might come out to them and don't know what to do or don't know how to react and my advice to them is to just accept them and verbally tell them that you're on their side because if they cannot find the support at home if they cannot find the love at home they're gonna go out and find it somewhere else and that's way worse so if your ideologies and beliefs don't align with your kids that's okay but don't show your frustration and your anger at them because they're gonna feel that what's they feel and how they live is wrong and again they're gonna go out and find it somewhere else so we hope that you can take it with a grain of salt parents and it will be a learning experience for you as well
1: yeah don't don't reject your your children you know you brought them into the world you know love them for who they are um and like you just said if if you need to um, cry in your room yeah. express
0: your frustration in your own time not in front of them not around them and don't ridicule them don't don't make them feel bad because this, oh. all, all they want is that support yeah. and the support from a mom or a dad is much stronger than anything yeah
1: and to this day the the suicide rate among lgbtq is is way too high it's an
0: all-time high yeah and
1: that's another reason why we have pride so they can they can see they can see that it gets better and it does
0: that's a lettuce wrap we are so (laughs) glad to we are so glad you can stop by we like having company over
1: that's a lettuce wrap. We want to thank you for lending us your ears, and if you want to lend us your eyes too, follow us on Instagram at pressplayar. That's pressplayar on Instagram. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Happy, Happy Pride! Pride.